What up, fanboys and fangirls? Welcome to our edition of Talking Pop with the Franchise and Biko. It's the podcast on all things pop culture. I'm your host, the Franchise, and of course, my co-host, the brother with the most, the, from the same mother, Biko. What's up, guys? Um, let you know, this podcast is sponsored by Anchor. Um, pretty much, and pretty much today's topic is pretty much, you know, it's kind of hard right now because we're going through a global pandemic right now. I know it's like it's been... Roughly a few days, unless pretty much um, entertainment and the pop culture was affected by the coronavirus, by COVID-19. And um, right now, we're living in Illinois right now, and they just like announced that pretty much um, as of 9 p.m., all dine-in privileges at bars and restaurants will be revoked. Um, doesn't mean they're going to be closed, but now they just suggest that you guys um, or in or out, basically, like delivery or carry out. But it kind of sucks for the people who, you know, the waiters and the servers, because they're not going to be able to do anything. And then it's like a lot of like, you know, and the funny thing is, um, I went with my mom and pretty much we went to the grocery stores and they're pretty much, every shelf was ransacked. It's like, they're not even giving the workers chance to like stock the shelves. It's like, if you're playing Fallout and you're going scratching for stuff, that's how it feels like right now. It's like, this thing kind of blew up. Um, I'm not saying it's not a I'm not saying the virus is something that to take seriously, but I think the media kind of looked more than what they should have been. Honestly, they recorded pretty much just simply just to say, hey, go get tested. That's it. But now it's to the point that it, schools are closed. People are working from home. Stores can't keep up with demand. And, like, toilet paper is in an all-time high demand <laughs> right now. And, um, and of course, um, it's affecting, of course, the pop culture world because... Uh, with this virus, a lot of productions are being shut down, delayed. Um, recently, um, Netflix has shut down production on all their shows, including Stranger Things, Disney as well. They shut down production on their products as well. A lot of movies are being, like, the premieres are being pushed back and delayed. Like, Fast and Furious 9 was pushed back to next year. Um, Mulan was supposed to come out. That got pushed on the back burner as well. Um... Right now, I'm on comicbook.com, and then right now, FX delayed Fargo Season 4 premiere and made Coronavirus Crisis. Um, it's like, it's crazy. Um, it's um, pretty much, you know, on Twitter right now, it's the only thing that's trending right now is the numbers. Um, right now, we just saw an article right now that Canada's officially, supposedly, um, they shut the borders right now. I'm not Canadians. The only people that are exempt to go in are Americans at this time, but pretty much... They're closing the rest of the wars to the outside, basically out to Europe and, and you know, the East and everything. Um, yeah, it's really scary and it kind of sucks because today's 316 day. <laughs> if you're a, a professional wrestling fan, um, and it is awesome 316 day. Um, I don't know who started the whole 316 like uh, day thing, but it's been going around and people go on Twitter saying happy 316 day. It just became an official, unofficial holiday for Steve, Stone Cold Steve Austin. So if you're not a wrestling fan... Um, 96, King of the Ring, Austin cut one of those iconic promos ever about, you know, they were trying to push Jake the Snake Roberts is like reading the Bible and stuff. And Austin cut a promo pretty much saying, you know, you, you read your Psalms, you read your Bibles and then get you anywhere. Talk about Psalms, talk about Austin, about John 316. Austin 316 said, I just whooped your ass. And pretty much that whole phrase pretty much launched like the pop culture-esque of WWE off the map because then Austin 316 shirts start coming out. Austin at that time, you know, he was going through this character, trying to make him a big heel, and you know, it got to the point that he was like the anti-establishment, anti-hero, pretty much, and he got love for it. 
And of course, I'm wearing my Austin. If you, of course, it's a podcast, you guys are not going to see it, but I'm currently wearing a Stone Cold Steve Austin shirt. Um, and of course, WWE Raw is going to be doing uh, tonight live from the Performance Center because, you know, of course, um, with all the like last week, last week pretty much mostly all professional sports where seasons are suspended. Um, WWE decided you know they did SmackDown at the Performance Center with no audience. They're gonna they're planning to do Raw for the Performance Center, but they're still gonna celebrate Austin 316 Day. So Austin will be at the Performance Center because I don't think he's ever been there before. I don't think he's ever mentioned that he's been at the Performance Center in Orlando. So it's kind of to see how what his reaction is at that facility. Um, but like I said, it's like. That's at least that's I know WWE's pushing it strong, and at least they're trying to give people at least a distraction, something you know to entertain for the rest. Because right now there's like no sports, and of course, um, last night, um, Liga Mekis, you know, the Mexican Soccer League, um, had their last game for the season because they like immediately after the game last night, um, they announced that they're su- they're suspending the male and female soccer leagues in Mexico for the time being due to the coronavirus. Um, and like I said, it's, it's like pretty much, you know, it's been affecting everything. Um, like I said, it's been affecting productions and everything right now. Um, apparently, holy cow, I guess there's an article. Looks like, uh, this article is by Spencer Perry from Cobb.com. Apparently, Hillary Duff is calling out millennials. <laughs> Apparently, it says here, as the coined article here says, as the COVID-19 coronavirus continues to spread worldwide, many U.S. businesses are taking precautions and shutting down to prevent a further outbreak. One of the key components of preventing the spread of the virus is, is the practice of social distancing, whereas people are expected to stay at home and not leave unless needed for work or gain supplies. Over the weekend, it became clear that some people were not adhering to the voluntary need for social distancing when set off a surprise person, Elizabeth McGuire star Louis Duff. Apparently, this is what she said... I guess this is what she said on uh, on Twitter. To all you young millennial assholes that keep going out and partying, go home. She sent a video on Instagram. Stop killing old people, please. So I don't know if she said... That, that doesn't show you to don't go to Disney Star for fucking whatever that has to do with anything. Just. I guess it doesn't know. I think she just posted that. She posted... Yeah, there's another thing she just posted on Instagram that says here, U.S. testing 1,000 people a day for COVID-19, South Korea testing 20,000. Come on, USA, step it up. Many other countries testing very high number of people daily. It's very understand that we are not set up for issues like this. Um, and she posted on her Instagram. So what do you think of that? You know, what, what do you think of that reaction? Um, not surprised. She was not wrong about that when she was reporting it. I read that this morning that they were doing about, they're trying to increase it to 2,000 tests a day, but they can have a faster turnaround time. Mm-hmm. Um, I have an article right here from AP, which they posted an hour ago. AP is the Associated Press, if you're not aware, um, which like, they're claiming it's exclusive. I'm just waiting for them to upload on 10 PR in like two more minutes, but it says that they've developed a vaccine test open for its first doses in Seattle, Washington. Mm. Um, which, I mean, these are vaccine trials. If you're not too privy on biology, uh, vaccines take a while to develop. So although there's going to be a lot of clinics and different medical organizations putting out um, trial runs, 
vaccines, which I know in Alaska they, de they claimed that they developed one as well. And in Canada they were able to do one that was, I think it was like a 15 minute turnaround. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna see cases pop up where there's gonna have several different people have the vaccine because at the end of the day, even when we're facing a fucking crisis, people still wanna be that person that said I fucking defeated this global thing. It, it doesn't matter, right? So like, we're gonna still have that, what's the word I'm looking for? That grandstanding or or poising out to see who's gonna be the first one to find a cure for this or the vaccine. Cause it's not, not generally a cure. Um, it just kind of keeps it at bay, but there's, I mean, to have a 15 minute turnaround is, is great compared to what we're dealing with now, but it's it's very sad considering that we're kind of like, as um, weird as that sounds, that we're kind of referring to Hillary Duff's thing to where they're right. Is that it's kind of, it's, is it embarrassing for America to not have been ready for this? Yes. Was anybody... Uh, I mean, this. I mean, this was something that you know. Following on Reddit, like this is something that was reported since November. Like it, it broke on November, and the problem is that they didn't realize the fact that a lot of businesses outsource to China. We import goods from China, so it could have been saying like people could they travel there do business and they come back. You know, they could they didn't show symptoms, but they were carriers. And sometimes you can be a carrier because you won't show that hey I'm not sick. But what happens is if you're with somebody, that person gets sick. And of course, um, they're testing in Seattle, Washington because that became the epicenter because that's where it first was first reported was in Seattle, Washington. Was where the, the first cases of, the, of COVID-19 was, you know, was, you know, reported and it just spread out slowly. It's because most of it was based on travel. And of course, you know, a lot of countries as well, like Italy shut down. Spain recently shut down as well. So it's like... They're slowly, like, I think Germany, I think I just read too, like, Germany's shut down too. Because, like I said, Twitter has a thing where it's trending right now. And it said, like, I was reading it this morning. And it's like Sweden, pretty much Sweden also is telling their work. Like, IKEA headquarters told their office workers to go home. Um, and, like, Germany decided, you know, same thing too. Germany's already contemplating doing shutdown as well. It's like, it's, it's like I said, it's funny how this virus is being taken more seriously compared to. The swine flu, the bird flu, H1N1, West Now, in the past where it wasn't, it was mentioned but was not taken seriously. But it's like, all of a sudden, like, this has become more serious to the point that, you know, stores are being, you know, ransacked. And it's like, it's kind of hard for companies to make a demand. Like, you know, Amazon reported today that pretty much, you know, a lot of orders are going to be delayed because mostly households were being bought on Amazon. Like, since people can't go out, they make it easier. Hey, I could just order online. But the problem is, you know, yeah, Amazon has that one-day shipping, but it's kind of hard to meet that demand if your vendor's not sending you the supplies to meet that demand. So, okay, you touched on a good point in the sense that, so if we're looking at the grand picture, I think, okay, so, like, let's let's take it to bare bones. So everyone's in a situation, average, generally, where you're going to be at home from work. If you're fortunate enough to work in an industry where you are able to work from a home office, a library, a Starbucks with nobody allowed to sit inside. Anywhere that's somewhat secluded and you have a computer and Wi-Fi connection and all the apps you generally need, then you're working from home. Not a lot of places have that. Uh, obviously, as industries are different and if you work for a company that doesn't care to invest in resources to, be, to remain innovative. Um, but I want to say a majority of other people in, are in, in our world 
the way society is built in capitalism, they're probably working in the service industry. I mean, Illinois is a big, a big, one of the main industries that that is always staying afloat here and is always progressing is the service and hospitality industry. Uh, restaurant. It's Chicago itself is a food city. So if we are only resort to ordering online, so you're gonna get your food either by going to the grocery store, shopping through the empty aisles and grabbing what you can, or you're ordering from online, from either your fast food joints that you like, uh, Grubhub, or you're online ordering from Walmart, Target, Amazon, whatever. You can still get groceries, it all really just depends on what you wanna do when it comes to diet, because you're gonna be at home for a while. They're saying two weeks, but after reading this morning, that's all I was doing. I was just reading on the coronavirus and all these different outlets that are reporting shit. Um, I'm mainly re using NPR and Associated Press because uh, they'll seem to be a little... They're not so biased. No. Um, but from what I'm reading is that we're going to probably hear fairly soon, maybe even tomorrow, because they don't want to just launch it after launching all this news over the weekend. And so we're going to hit the same deal that Italy is hitting. Because we're, it, we're seeing the same outbreak and a different step that Italy already has. So what Italy look at, is looking at our situation and be like, been there, done that. Mm -hmm. Like, we, we're so behind in this shit that it's kind of embarrassing to see that this is... It's like, if we see Italy the way it is now, that's going to be us and within a, probably after this week. So, yes, the shopping and going to the store to bulk up on different items is crazy. Yes, really fast. But it does suck, considering that we might even have almost a month of just pure basic quarantine without having to essentially leave a, leave your home. Yeah, like I said, and like I said, right now they said the CDC right now said you know they decided to push it back for eight more weeks because of gathering of fifty more people. So it's like, yeah, if you, I'm, I love baseball and all, and as I said, like Major League Baseball today announced that. Um, yeah, the season has been has been delayed for like eight more weeks. They're going by the CDC warning. Of a gathering of 50 people or more, please self-quarantine, social distance. They're calling social distancing. So pretty much saying don't go out unless you need to go out. Either to stock up on supplies or you have to work that doesn't require you to work to stay home. As in case of my job, I can't stay home because my, my job is vital for the, the, pro the progress. So I don't have that luxury of working from home like most people do. Because most of the time, and like, it's like, yeah, I, I went to the grocery store this morning with my mom. It's like, it's hectic, you know. I haven't talked to, like, you know, I talked to the workers. And, like, I hate when people are giving them crap because, now one, they're trying the best they can to make those shelves of stocking. But it's like, they're not robots. People don't see that. They're not robots, but they're trying their best, you know. They're slowly trying to load the trucks, you know. They're trying to get the supplies to the shelves. But it's like, you don't give them a chance to stock. And it's like, it was crazy because, you know, toilet paper has become an all-time high it's like they can't even put a pallet on a toilet paper without people ran, like ran, ransacking it like right away. And they have to set a limit and people get upset. That's the problem. No one's an entitled here. No one's an entitled person. No one cannot be above anybody else. You know, you're lucky enough to get at least one pack of toilet paper. To the point other countries might not be so lucky. So just take advantage for the fact. But it's like... To me, I'm upset with the way the media has been portraying. Like you know, they're, they're like pandemic, like panic mode. It's like it's like a movie. It's almost like being a movie itself. Um, but it's like I'm not being negative on it. It's like I'm just being real. It's like if people were taking care of the hygiene stuff, you know, they wouldn't have had this issue. But it kind of woke up people's eyes, saying, "Oh man, we're not as clean as we are." You know, 
it's true. You know, maybe you're not the best person to hygiene, but now it kind of it has to take something like this to pretty much open your eyes. And you know, it's like I said, it's it's weird. <laughs> um, but but look, I mean, some events, you know, were the cancel. I know, like I said, WWE is pretty much supposedly this week. They're supposed to meet with the Tampa City Council again to determine if WrestleMania is going to go on its plan because WrestleMania is scheduled April fifth. Um, like I said, WWE so far has been canceling live events. Um, AEW, pretty much all elite wrestling. Um, New Japan, Ring of Honor have been canceling events. Have been telling their town to stay home. Um, even like AEW has been doing like relocation for their episodes of Dynamite. We still do once a week, but they were, like Tony Khan, who's the president of AEW, who's the pretty much investor and also like one of the presidents of AEW, said he told the town like basically. Um, if you're not feeling well, stay home. You know, you staying home is not going to affect the way you're booked or how you're being pushed. I'd rather that you be healthy, you be safe. So they are, you know, canceling events or they're relocating. And like I said, with WWE right now, they have a performance center in Orlando. So they have a site where they can still put on a show. It just feels weird, you know, they don't have an audience. But it, it makes sense for the health and safety of people, you know, and the talent and all that stuff. So it was weird because like watching SmackDown, I, was, I just watched SmackDown from last Friday. It it kind of feels weird when they're wrestling because it's like not having a crowd, not having that interaction. But I totally understand why they had to do what they did. And like I said, like this week, you know, they're gonna meet and see what the plan is. Because it's a possibility that WrestleMania could be pushed back to the summer. It could be a summer event. Because remember, bacteria doesn't go do well in heat, <laughs> and especially it's in Florida. All right, and of course you had and right now. I'm just reading the comicbook.com that Emerald City Comic Con got rescheduled for August, and pretty much they're offering fans to go on the website, they exchange for different reruns or exchange for the dates. They can go. So some events are being rescheduled versus you know, and it says here, here's one too for production wise. Coronavirus pandemic delays production of Sony's Uncharted movie. So if you're, if you ever, guys, if you ever play like the, the Uncharted series on PlayStation, it's a really good series. I love it. And then we're going to do an Uncharted movie, but it's going to be a young um, Nathan Drake. And it's going to be with um, Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. But going to this article right now, as opposed to today, it was written by Mark DeChamp. The production of Sony's Uncharted movie has been troubled to say at least. At the sort of false starts for rolling door directors and two different leads. The movie was finally set to begin filming next month in Berlin. Of course, according to a variety, the coronavirus pandemic has led to a pause in pre-production, which is currently expected to last six weeks. The film is set to feature a younger take on a star, Nathan Drake, played by Tom Holland. Holland's role in the film has probably had some issues, so as Sony's desperate to begin filming in time for Holland to begin work on Spider-Man, pretty much. So here the film was set to release March 5th. 2021, but it depending on how you know production wise. I mean, good. Like their movies, just stuff that's not that important. Like I, I, I think it's fine that they're doing all that, but it's just kind of like, uh, for, considering how this is even being contained, they're doing a shitty job. And it's like you, you read every article and. It, you want to see some semblance of positivity, and then you go and you're like, oh crap, look, I mean, this thing's going to get destroyed. Uh, do I want Marvel to progress? Of course, but not at the, not at the hands of people getting sick. 
um, all because they're on a movie set. Because you gotta consider there's probably more than 200 people on a movie set at a given time. And if they don't let anybody live in like a 50 person place, even be near each other, that's like everywhere you go if you're not in the grocery yeah. at any given time. Especially if you're in a grocery store now. Uh, like early, yeah. The one thing they say not to go into crowds of people and shit, and what do you do? Everyone runs to the grocery store. They do the one thing they say not to fucking do and then go and do. So it's like, this is, oh, it, it makes no sense to me, but I'm not surprised that um, <laughs> the humanity is going to be its own demise. Uh, not to sound negative, it's just like, at least in the case of Illinois, because we can only talk about Illinois. No, but I'm reading too, like, like I said, like, it says here, New York City, LA, closing all, this is from CBR.com. Um, New York City, LA closing all movie theaters due to coronavirus. But I did see that the mayor of New York did issue um did issue that it says in a president move the city of New York and LA are shutting down all of their movie theaters in an attempt to combat the coronavirus COVID nineteen pandemic. It's sort of a disease. New York Mayor Bill De Blasio and LA Mayor Eric Gar- Garcetti have each issued orders requiring shutdown of all cinemas as well as numerous other facilities in respect to cities as concerned regarding the spread of the coronavirus. For New York City's mayor, the city closures will take effect this Tuesday, March 17th at 9 a.m. Additional movie theaters, nightclubs, and small theater houses and concert venues will also be closed. Restaurants will be limited to takeout delivery orders only. This year, New York public schools will remain closed until at least April 20th. Yeah, very similar to us. So, kind of, yeah, I think it kind of falls in line with you know, when spring break happening. So, kind of like, uh, this is what the mayor said this on year. Twitter. Um, this is what Mayor DeBlasio said on Twitter. This is a, from the article itself. This is not a decision I'm, I make lightly. These places are part of our heart and soul of our city. They are part of what it means to be a New Yorker. But our city is facing an unprecedented threat, and we must respond with a wartime mentality. We will come through this, but until we do, we must take whatever sacrifices necessary to help our fellow New Yorkers. There you go. That was very nice. You put the Blasio. Um, uh, it says here, what the mayor of L.A., he said, uh, mayor of LA um, also said he also has ordered not only movie theaters, also, bars, nightclubs, gyms, entertainment venues yeah. be closed. However, grocery stores and farms remain open unless the order is extended. This closure will last until Tuesday, March 31st. It also been noted that the city of LA technically does not include LA County, smaller municipalities like Santa Monica, Pasadena, and Beverly Hills. It just does not appear that they will have to abide by these closures right away. <laughs> Dude, because honestly... I just cave in like the rest of them after the rest of the people around them. Um, I mean... It's nice to see these. Some of the city's officials are really taking. Um, what what's the word I'm looking for? Leadership in this shit, because uh, it's very surprising, at least coming from Illinois, and seeing that they're actually taking steps ahead of certain things. Uh, at least not waiting for the federal government to come around and do some shit, because obviously they're gonna move a little slower. A lot. I wish they'd move a lot faster, but. Uh, Pritzker and, um, and David de Blasio in New York are showing... Well, Pritzker did today, like, end of 9 o'clock, yeah, all the rest of us. Yeah, like, they're, they're showing the similar type of movement when it comes to having, like, maintaining this... Uh, well, a governor is different, but, like, he, that guy, de Blasio's case, he's a mayor of New York, so he has to deal with the city part, the governor of the whole state, but we all know Chicago is a big moneymaker here, so it's good that they're, they were... They announced that yesterday, um, and that's so... Not so well for the service gig industry, which I wanted to touch upon, because I think that's the one thing that's going to be affected a lot more than, not more than what you're choosing for, to have for dinner, but just being aware of, uh, considering that not a lot of people are going to have, uh, 
study work in these next couple weeks. Uh, obviously talking from a place of where people can work at home and then places to where you, you're you only as good as people walking through your door. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot of the places that you, you had just mentioned that are being somewhat barred from entering at certain times or altogether such as theaters and gyms and like gyms is a service industry you got people coming in and work out and just make sure everything's kind of running smoothly those are people that are around people all day and they're sweating profusely so like there's shit that has to be sanitized and then you got restaurants and you got concert venues which all that stuff should have been stopped a while ago but I'm glad a lot of people are doing it now Yes, it sucks that we're seeing all these bands that are going to reunite for the year, do the thing, and having to postpone. But fuck it. If you're waiting 10 years until they got back together, you're going to wait another five days until they even decide. Yeah, I think um, Dave Grohl from so, Foo Fighters mentioned something. Let me see if I can pull up. Like, he tweeted about, you know, they had, like... Let me see. I think he did mention... He had a... Posted something on Twitter because they had to, like... What he said, let me see. Because it says they canceled, like... He said nothing on... Yeah, a lot of those people had albums coming out. Yeah, he said, like, here, I'm just going to pull up the tweet. Here we go. Food Fighters Van Tour. Thanks for... Hey, this is the... This, I'm going to read this because this is a letter from, uh, from Dave Grohl that he put on Twitter. Hi, this is Dave. Remember me? The guy who wouldn't even postpone a show when my goddamn leg was falling off? Remember <laughs> he played with a broken leg? Well, playing a gig with a sock full of broken bones is one thing, but playing a show when your health and safety is in jeopardy is another. We fucking love you guys, so let's do this right and rain check shit. The album is done, and it's fucking killer. The lights and stage are in the trucks, ready to go. The second we are given the go-ahead, we'll come tear shit up like always we do. Promise. Now go wash your hands, Dave. <laughs> so, it's like... That's funny. And, like, he, he... Like, I'll say that. Like, he kept it real on that, saying, you know... They said, you know, they have to cancel, but it's like the second, you know, he says the second is, you know, as soon as they get the okay to go out, they'll, they're ready to go. But I can't wait for a new album. You know, I love Fighters, so it's like one of my favorite bands. But what, what, what do you think of that letter, dude? What do you think of that letter? I mean, honestly, it was like uh, straight up, you know. I, I, I like that a little better than some of the other ones that are being put out. Like, with, not that it's disingenuous. I'm glad people are making their little statements, but like at least in the Foo Fighters exception, like they've kind of been steady around these times, so they don't really have to take too much of a hiatus. I do like that they're making another album that's coming out. That's nice to hear. Uh, but I, I think I've come across. I think there was one Rage Against the Machine put something, and then it's like, oh, it kind of sucks. Considering that you just went on back on tour, then you were having issues with Ticketmaster, and now you're just not going. I think MCR canceled theirs. I, um, I, I think that's good that they're going taking Twitter, but it's like with refund their money to patrons. Uh, obviously, your favorite musicians who are probably successful and have been in the industry for a long time are going to need your money for these times. Mm -hmm. but, uh, it definitely sucks that we're going to get more stuff postponed. Uh, I don't. It's just that, like, they should, what you're going to probably see, too, is a lot of these artists are probably going to start live-streaming more of their sets. Maybe we'll get some acoustic sessions in studios where it's just them, and I, and I wouldn't doubt people pay for that. Like, I think people are just going to get more acclimated to realize that there's going to be other ways to make money, and that this is a, I mean, this is a good clear indication to show some of the people who haven't become technologically inclined to making money. Like, I just saw... I read a restaurateur uh, who runs a, a, a good, what was it, a, a relatively known restaurant 
downtown Chicago. Mm-hmm. She's they're closing the restaurants. This is the article I'm reading on, like the the restaurant industry in Chicago now has to deal with all these closings and dealing and how the gig industry is being affected. And they asked her clearly, it's like, does do takeout orders and curbside pickups? Is this going to be any way to uphold your business? And she's like, hell no, like that's not gonna. She's like, I still have to get my staff to work here. Like I still have to pay my staff. She's like, I'm worried about my staff. Like those take orders aren't gonna do anything for me. And there's another. She's like. I'm gonna do a cooking hotline on Sundays now for people who, she's like, all my friends have been hitting me up for ideas on recipes and stuff. And she's like, I might as well just offer my services online. So she's just gonna have a hotline and she's gonna record videos and send it personally to people for money. Yeah. So implement your skills for other things. Because I think that's what, like the Phoenix Suns, I mean, with the whole NBA being, you know, delayed as well, you know what they decided to do? They decided to play the games that were scheduled to play on on. NBA 2K20, they're doing it on Twitch. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of funny, but they're playing a silly game, but it's like, yeah, I mean, that's like, an argument too, and then, and of course, um, like I said, there was a petition, fans were signing it, urging Nintendo to release Animal Crossing early because, you know, they're stuck at home. Right now, I've been, I've been, since this morning, I bought, you know, Dragon Quest Eleven S for the Switch. I think with so many people online, like the servers for Nintendo, it's like, this thing's been downloading who knows how many hours now. I'm only at 64%, so it's like, yeah. Because it's like, it's like the servers are even blown up. And right now I'm looking at Anime News Network because, you know, you know I try to keep a little bit animated. Um, I don't know if you're, if you're in Japan or familiar with what the Comic Cat is. Uh, Comic Cat's like a market um, that they do on certain times of the year where um, people that, you know, want to get into the manga industry, people that actually self-publish. And they sell like their manga artwork and their works to people. And it's something that they look forward to because it's like another way for you to get your stuff out there. And they do this thing called Comic Cat and it's called Comic Cat 98. Um, but according to this, that the possibility that the, um, the event could be delayed. And let's see if I can pull up the article here. It's an anime news network. It says the Comic Market Committee announced on Sunday that there's a possibility that the summer Comic Cat, Comic Cat 98, convention will be postponed or even canceled altogether to help prevent the spread of COVID 19 coronavirus illness. As of Sunday, the committee is still undergoing preparations to hold the event, but it will announce any changes to the convention through the event website and social media. It says here, I guess they got to follow the translations. Um, says due to the concerns regarding the COVID nineteen outbreak and the government request for refraining from holding large scale events issued on February twenty sixth and March tenth, under some requests or orders have been issued. There's a possibility that Comic Market ninety eight may be canceled, postponed, or held in an irregular manner. So that's what it is. It's like it's like a, it's like a big event because it's like you know not other places as well because you know like Tokyo Disney Sea, Universal Studios Japan, the Ghibli Museum, and all that stuff. It's pretty much, you know, closed down or, you know, like I said, it's, it's interesting. And then I said, that was it last night or yesterday, um, Disney parks, Disney parks actually end up like shutting down. And I think yesterday was like the last day or Sunday was like the last day that, um, yeah, yesterday was the last day that Disney parks were open. So Disney decided to shut down the parks due to the COVID-19 virus as well. And then it was like it was closed like this weekend, so that's what's going on. So like I said, this virus is pretty much you know causing a lot of you know stoppage basically if you think about it. Um, so it's like yeah, it's like I like I said I never seen something like as big compared to the other illnesses and stuff. It's like just something that like, it just blew up the scale. 
But, um, like I said, it's really interesting how it affects everything right now. <laughs> and, uh, it's, it's like right now, it's like, like people are being urged to stay home. But, like I said, it's kind of hard for people that can't work from home. No, that's the problem. And I think we're going to see uh, the one thing that's in the article about gig economy jobs, like people who work for Uber, eats Uber, everything that you're a contracted job to do. And I, I know a big thing that's going to get a boost here is the, you know, the delivery companies like DoorDash, Uber Eats, Grubhub. Postmates. And then you got Postmates. Um, as they're able to kind of stretch their services, it's... Obviously, for them, it's good because they're making money and they're feeding a certain, like, a need, obviously, for people who aren't going to leave their house and they're able to still get food. That's good and all, but it sucks for the people who don't have the means to have, and they have to go out and deliver stuff. And they're putting themselves on the line by doing it because by doing something as noble as trying to, you know, provide for their family or for themselves, but in a manner, they can easily get sick and you're in constant contact from different people and you don't know if they have it because not everyone's getting tested and so you're not like I think if you're not taking this seriously in the sense of oh it's just the flu which we're seeing it a lot and I think people just tend to do that because they want to be skeptical and that's fine but I'd rather in this case I'd rather be, be safe than sorry so even even for the people that are answering the door for the delivery people maybe tip a little extra it'd be nice like because you gotta consider the fact that like Anybody in the service industry, especially if you're ordering food, um, they're going to see a lot of companies waive the delivery fee. I know Chipotle's done it. I think, I think uh, Little um, Caesars, you know, they start doing delivery. Yeah. I saw a commercial that they're waiving the delivery fee right now. So definitely, if, if that's the case, guys, definitely tip a little more because these people are definitely, you know, they're, they're putting themselves out there just so they can make some money to, to live, just like you too. So not everyone gets that time. No, nobody gets a chance to work from home. Um... But on the, I want to say on a positive note, as far as being creative or maybe catching up on shit you never really had a chance to catch on, this is the time to do it. Yeah, I mean, if you like <laughs> Disney Plus decided, you know what Disney yeah. Plus decided on, um, you know, um, they decided to release Frozen two yesterday for early because oh, it was like, like shit for binging now. Yeah, so pretty much I think that I think Rise of Skywalker, um, Rise of Skywalker was released early on digital. You can buy on digital right now early because oh, you know yeah. people are gonna be stuck yeah. at home. I think was it James Gunn? If I can pull it up, let me pull it up right now. James Gunn, um, you know, direct, you know, he put on Twitter like his suggestions of what films to watch while you're pretty much um at home. Let's see if I can pull up. He pulled up like a list. Let's see if I can pull up his. Here we go. He's he's calling it quarantine and chill. <laughs> and this is an article from Cinema Blend. Um, and pretty much uh, this is what he shared. I'm gonna go pull down the list of what he um, he suggested. Um, number one, um, Bob and Carol Ten Alice from 1969 was directed by Paul Mazursky. Um, this is the script from Cinema Blend. Uber 70s dramedy was some of the greatest dog of all time. The naturalistic acting was a huge influence on me. And the Elliot Gould slash Jillian Cannon bedroom scene is one of my all-time favorites. I guess this is a commentary on it. Um, Villainous 2017, directed by Jung Byung-gil. As revolution to action films as well as The Matrix, Fury Road, and A Raid. And yet the South Korean film was seen by so many fewer people in the States. Pretty Poison. 1968, directed by Noel Black. Dark comedy starring Tuesday well as a coquettish sociopath. And Anthony Perkins as a lonely dude caught in her web. Shockingly funny and not dated. Um, number four, The Wanderers, 1979, developed by Philip, 
Directed by Philip Kaufman, the strangest and most beautiful street game film ever. Yes, ever in terms of exciting, touching, and surrealistic uh, populist art film. Mother, 2009, directed by Bong Joon-ho. This was uh, by director Parasite. Long before Paris and after the host, Bong Joon-ho made this film about a mother's undying, so I would say almost psychotic love for her son. My favorite of his films. One Cut of the Dead, 2017, directed by Shinji Jiro Ueda. To tell you anything about this movie could hurt you, but if you love zombies and filmmaking, enjoy this is the movie for you while you quarantine chill. Uh, the Bad Lieutenant, Port or Call, New Orleans, 2009, directed by Werner Herzog. I reckon this to some friends who thought it was nuts, but to my mind, it's one of the greatest films in the 1000s. Lead up to Herzog to use off the rails Nick Cage to full effect. Um, DLC, directed by Nam Hong Jin, another great South Korean action film. Greedy and over top and practical, where villainous and stylized, perhaps the greatest non car chase scene ever. Hail the Conquering Hero from 1944, directed by Preston. Preston Surges, I could probably just recommend every Preston Surges movie ever, but this little gem is one of the light. That scene and probably my favorite. My favorite, he is the true pioneer of what writers and directors like me to do today. So this is all from James Gunn's Twitter. Number 10, Duck You Sucker, A Fistful of Dynamite, 1971, directed by Sergio Leone. If you remember, he's done a lot of the spaghetti western films. Uh, he says here, Leone is one of my favorite directors. This is probably my second favorite film. It's as a once upon a time in the West and is the one that's been the most forgotten. So that's his recommendations he's giving you guys. So it's like he wants. I think he's did as a you know like I said quarantine show, but at the same time to get you thinking. Yeah, I watch non boring shit. Well, hey, I can also catch up with movies. Yeah, I mean that gives you time, guys, to catch up on like shows or film. Like that, like I said, it's a good time to have a, a streaming service. Um, I would say like Biko, what would you recommend? Like series wise, you want people to get on now that pretty much you're working from home and. Find something that's going to last you more than a season that you won't get bored of. Uh, you watch Fleabag, easily, two seasons, six episodes, pretty fast. Um, just for, if you like story itself and witty characters that have a good development, I think the second one's, second season was, does a good job, but um, I guess your old sitcoms, I think watching Frasier would be hilarious because it's like nine seasons, there's like 20-something episodes a season, and Frasier's each episode's it, it's such a good show just how to see like smart I want to say alecky psychologist brothers be like trying to deal with society and their own problems while thinking they're all high and mighty and stuff because they come from a family like that or they always want to come like from a family of 20 people and uh, Kelsey Grammer's hilarious in that and David Hyde Pierce is amazing in that and so Frasier Cheers is good all these old school ones uh as far as new stuff, I want anything, anything that's just come out on Amazon has been solid. I, I don't know. As far as Netflix goes, I'm, all that stuff is going to get delayed. Uh, I, I think Netflix did a good job of putting up that whole like top ten on Netflix that is streamed. I think it's kind of helped people choose like what's the best one they're going to get. Um, yeah, and like it, I think it does a good job on diversifying everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I probably have only watched one or two things out of that list because it updates all the time. I just as of I know now, like I've watched maybe two things in that. One was a show, one was a movie. Uh, but I I haven't really gotten into any movies just yet. Like I've just been jumping around on reality TV shows. Like I've watched the pimple popper shit for a while now. And uh, bar rescue of all things. 
All the all the stuff I want to watch is on regular TV right now for some reason, and then the shit that I do want to watch that's on streaming, I don't it doesn't really grab me as much anymore. Look at this right now. I just saw this right now. It's um breaking obviously breaking news. It's on the CBC, NBC on their tech thing. The articles written by Ann Palmer. Um, Amazon to hire to hundred thousand more workers and give raises to current staff to deal with coronavirus demands. What? Amazon is hiring. This is from the article. Um, Amazon is hiring an additional hundred thousand employees in the U.S. to meet the surge in demand from online shopping amid the coronavirus outbreak. The company said Monday, the company is looking to add extra full-time and part-time positions for warehouse and delivery workers. Through the end of April, it will pay for these employees um, by two dollars an hour in the U.S. Two, uh, like two, I'll say pounds in the U.K. Approximately two euros per hour in many European Union countries. Amazon currently pays fifteen dollars an hour or more in some areas in the U.S. for warehouse and delivery jobs. Amazon encourages employees in other industries whose jobs were lost or prolonged as a result of the coronavirus to apply, including members of the hospitality, restaurant, and travel industries. It says here we want those people to know we welcome them on our teams until things return normal and their past employer is able to bring them back. The company added. It says the decision comes as the coronavirus outbreak has continued to worsen. As of Monday afternoon, there were more than 181,000 confirmed cases of the coronavirus globally and at least 7,113 deaths. There's at least 4,281 confirmed cases of the virus in the U.S. and at least 74 deaths so far. Now, two things. They, who, who's reporting this? Um, her name is Ann Palmer on CNBC. On CNBC, okay. And you said it's, uh, they're offering $2... Well, they're going to give their current employees... $2 raise. Yes. Okay. But they're going to hire the rest to right, help. but what are they hiring everyone now? At 17? If the minimum is 15... No, no, they're paying 15 right now. That's where they're paying the workers right now. So are they... They're giving the current workers raises. Right. So, but are they going to hire people on at the same... At the same rate as the people they give raises to? Do you see what I'm saying? I'm assuming they are. It's kind of fucked up. <laughs> like, those people... Consider like as an Amazon Prime truck drives by. No, as like well, in the sense I like. Shouldn't you, shouldn't you justify the raise given to those people regardless because they've been for the year? I mean, it's cool that you're giving people jobs, but it's kind of a slap in the face to the people who are already doing their thing there. You know what I'm saying? It's like you give them two bows. Doesn't that already create some sort of separation before you even get hired on? Mm-hmm. Like the whole let's not tell people. Like obviously there could be holes in that because it's just reported, but like that kind of it's <laughs> fucking Amazon. I know it's good that, that they're giving people jobs. I mean, like especially for people who are out of work or work in the gig economy for stuff like that, like driving around Uber and stuff like that, and it gives people benefits. Obviously, that's going to outweigh the. At least the pay rate, but my thing is with the people who are already working there. Yeah, they don't. They get kind of fucked. Well, they're gonna get the raises, but to me, that's no. To me, it's like a slap. People, yeah, right. But to hire new people at that same rate that the people who have been there for X amount of time, who <clears throat> are getting the increase regardless, that's nice. But they should have gotten the increase in the first place, given that even with this shit not happening, like we know this guy's still turning in a bunch of money. And with this shit going on, like people are gonna be ordering out for Amazon. Like, they already said right now, like I think, right. I, and like the like the article says here, um, thousand jobs, holy shit. Yeah, thousand jobs because it says here on Saturday, Amazon said in popular brands and items in the household staples categories are out of stock. Well, some is delivery promises are longer than usual. Amazon added notes to the top of its marketplace this weekend that reads. 
Inventory and delivery may be temporary and available to increase demand. Confirm availability at checkout. It does make I mean, sense. What kind of jobs? So that's what the problem is too. Because like you can you can deliver shit for them too. Like don't they, excuse me. Don't you get paid a different rate? Like, yeah. I hope that stretches down to their like contractors. Like the yeah, I think most of the most of what I know, what I read, that most of the um the delivery drivers are contracted companies. That you'll get contracts with Amazon, so I'm wondering if they're gonna give those contractors a bump up so they can give their their employees like more. Because that would yeah, because then like if that's gonna extend to like the contractors that work with them, that'd be great. Because then it just gives more people more jo- it gives people jobs down the line. I mean, yes, you're still risking for driving out and stuff, but then you're you're containing that because if you're say you're delivering packages with those prime trucks, mm-hmm. that's just you, as opposed to you. And then the most you're gonna see people is when you go in to pick up the load. There's probably an X amount of people around you in a given facility, but it's not. I, I can't. I can't imagine extend to the point to where like you're gonna get a contagion situation in your in your warehouse. Even though they. I mean, there. what I heard, like what I read, like I mean, they've been to the point that they've been like urging. I think they had like cleaning clues, like clean the fulfillment centers and stuff. Not like certain times, like pretty much on on top of it, pretty much like cleaning wherever they can. And, they gotta do that too. Yeah. Urging the workers not to like shake hands or anything, make sure to wash their hands regularly and everything. It's like pretty much keep Man. yourself healthy. But it's cool, like also too, like I, I read too, like they're saying they're they're gonna play their employees up. Like I say, if you got sick or you do have it, they're willing to pay you up to two weeks of your salary mm-hmm. of your pay, so you will get paid your regular pay. But they give you up to the pay time off and stuff, so that kind of helps as well. But yeah, like this is like okay, at least you know they're willing to help out other people that you know that like you said they work in the service industry that unfortunately got sent home, they can't do anything. At least it's yeah, something, and like, and it's something for them to at least at least earn something. Yeah. Like as 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 nice as it is to for a company as big as Amazon to extend that opportunity for the people who work in the service industry or gig stuff. Like, I know they have to work around kids or whatever circumstances they have at home, but it's just kind of like, if the whole point is to, fuck, it just doesn't make any, this shit's going to be difficult, really, it's going to get a lot difficult, I think, considering our country's too big of a scale, but with Amazon, it's like, fuck, how would they still, even if you have people in and out of facilities, you gotta face the facts, we're not the most healthy healthiest country in the world either mm-hmm. so like i i don't uh, i just like if it's not if it's not the economy that's gonna fuck people up and make people go mad it's health in general or it's or in this case our own selves being stuck in a place like, i can't i got i i for, i give all kudos to the people who have young kids they're going to school still have to stay home because not only you have to be a parent if you are working from home you have to make some nail buyer understand that you're working and trying to make a living while they have to stay busy. I mean, if they're if you're a dual parent household, then you have your some sort of wiggle room. But for the single parents out there, it's hard, especially if you're under if you're in the circumstances where you work in the service industry and you're not able to attend the place you work at. It's just like it's fucking sad. Like it's hard to be positive because there's always like that left. There's always that other factor of like, oh, well, this could hit you. You know, mm-hmm. like imagine being a single parent and you were the senior waitress at your local diner that you've gone to since your high school or whatever. Because I'm, I'm sure there's females like that. I went to school with a couple of them and like, 
now they can't be at that place, like you just said, take out only. And I'm sure a lot of small towns are like that. So it's just like, what the? And then according to this, this is an article from IGN. I guess there's a meme going around based on The Simpsons. Of course. I just saw it. And it says here, this is an article written by Wesley LeBon from IGN.com. Um, he wrote that a meme based on The Simpsons' root purpose for the current COVID-19 outbreak is gross. Simpsons writer Bill Oakley told The Hollywood Reporter. The Margin Chain Simpsons episode from 1993 features a sickness shown in the, ger- in the joke that had originated from Osaka, Japan. The scene shows an ill factory worker who calls into boxes for juicers heading to, the U- to Springfield. After many several orders said juicer, weeks later, the town experiences an outbreak of illness. The illness is called Osaka flu. Oakley said memes have been created using coronavirus in place of Osaka food. Osaka flu, and he finds it gross. And it says here, I don't like it being used for nefarious purposes, Oakley said told the Hollywood Reporter regarding March and Change's episode of that he helped write. The idea that anyone misappropriates it to make a coronavirus seem like an Asian plot is terrible. In terms of trying to place blame on Asia, I think that's gross. Oakley said the scene in March and Change showing where the illness original was supposed to be a quick joke and how the flu got here. It was meant to be absurd that someone can cough into a box and the virus would survive for six to eight weeks in the box. Oakley said, it is cartoonish. We intentionally made it cartoonish because we wanted it to be silly and not scary and not carrying on these bad associations along with it. Which is why the virus itself was acting like a cartoon character and behaving in an extremely unrealistic way. Now, of course, you can catch that episode... Um, on The Simpsons right now on Disney Plus, all you have like the DVDs box sets back in the day. Um, like I said, yeah, that's something too. Like, yeah, it's all about the meme thing right now. Basically, you could pretty much make memes on everything. But yeah, he does bring up a point that it was intentionally back then. It was intentionally joke. This episode was what nineteen ninety three, dude. That was I remember that. Margin changes with the one when you know everyone got sick. Marge, I think it was the only one that wasn't sick, if I recall. And it's called Margin Change, so she ended up like. To the point that um, she had to go to like the the quickie mart, and then she got so overwhelmed over because you know Homer was sick, Marge and Lisa was sick, and and of course he she ended up taking this cough syrup, <laughs> this cough syrup or some liquor or something. She ended up walking and she got beeped or set off the alarm, and she ended up going to jail for it. That's why when she was in jail for those emergency period of time. So, um, before we get back to it, um, let's take a quick break, uh, listen to our ad, and when we come back, we'll continue on this uh, episode of the coronavirus. Don't, don't go away. Hey, it's the franchise from Talking Pop with the franchise of Biko. Just let you know, we have a storefront. It's teespring.com slash Pop. We got shirts. We got tank tops for men, women, kids. We also got hoodies and sweatshirts. Um, we actually have coffee mugs, and we have an iPhone case and a Samsung case with the Popstronaut logo on there. Also, we have stickers, so you can put on your locker, on your laptop, wherever you want to put those stickers on there. So right now, if you go to teespring.com slash TalkingPop, and when you go to check out, use the promo code TalkPop and save $5 on your order. Support the podcast. As always, geek on and take care. And we're back, guys. Um, took a little quick break here. Um, hopefully you enjoyed our ad that we put out. Um, going back, like I said, like based on that, that meme, it's like it does bring up a point. Um, you know, like for me, like uh, for recommendations, I can give you guys to pretty much watch right now. Like, I mean, if you haven't seen Game of Thrones, I would say binge that. 
if you have a chance to see it and see the last season that everyone kept like shitting on, <laughs> um, recommend that. Um, anime wise, um, if you like things like you know pot- apocalyptic or paranoia, I do suggest Attack on Titan. Um, animation is great. Like the sequence is really great. Um, definitely recommend Attack on Titan. Uh, if you know want to know more about biology or basically what it'd be like if your cells were humanized. Um, check out Sales at Work. Um, it's available on Verb, Funimation Now, and also on uh, Netflix. Um, but there's an OVA called The Common Cold, which I believe Netflix does not have the rights to that episode. It is available on Sub on, on Crunchyroll, but it's also available on Funimation. So if you have Funimation Now, you can get you can watch that OVA. Um, I've, I've been watching the Sales at Work uh, dub. It's actually not bad. Like the, They even dubbed the opening song, so... That's another one I recommend. Of course, you know, hero-wise, the show's still going on. My Hero Academia is another one. But if you want, like, a long binge when it comes to anime series, you can go with, like, as far as on Naruto. You can go with the Naruto series. Because that series, yeah, most of the series, most of the episodes are filler, but that one is as long as it's... Oh, go with One Piece. Because One Piece has over 900 episodes. So you can, that's a, one of the longest running animes right now. And it's a, one of the longest running manga. So if you want like a long binge, I suggest One Piece. What you can do is you can watch like an arc a day. Or do like three or four episodes of an arc. You know, spread them out throughout the day to keep your going. Um, or like I said, um, pick up a gaming console and play Switch. As you can see, I'm still 69% downloading of that. Of uh, Dragon Quest, and right now it's showing two hours and forty minutes remaining because, of course, everybody's at home and overloading the servers. So, yeah. so it's kind of you know, and then of course you know Comcast and AT and T are being nice and not putting a data cap on people's internet services right now because you know people mostly people working from home. So that's that's sweet of them. Um, but I mean, like I said, you got there's plenty of different like streaming services like Disney Plus, Hulu. You know, Netflix, Crunchyroll, Verb, High Dive, um, you know, uh, what was I don't want to mention. There's different ones, and I think right now, too, um, if you guys remember Ultraman, if you guys are fan of Ultraman, I guess there's a new streaming service that just came out right now. They just got launched today. Uh, I just saw someone that actually, let me pull up, I know I saw an article on it, but let me pull it up, I believe it's on comicbook.com. Um... They released a thing, but when I look for the hour, I go, oh, it says here, um, Shudder, offering 30-day free trial in response to the coronavirus self-quarantine. <laughs> and like it says here, Regal Entertainment has closed all U.S. theaters in the U.S. indefinitely. So Regal's shutting down for the time being. Wow, that's crazy. Oh, here we go. So if you remember Common Rider or Ultraman, it looks like two this is the name of the service. Um Tokusatsu is one of the biggest yet completely niche genres in the world because major franchises as Godzilla managed to make a mark outside of Japan. Many other in the genre have not this is an article written by Nick Valdez, has not had the same click. You managed those things to shows like Power Rangers had that the original Super Sentai programs for English language audiences. But Magic but Master Francis's Common Rider has rarely been available to watch for those outside of Japan. Anime fans recognize the struggle of waiting for news and potential releases of until the event of streaming and now Common Rider can sell fans can sell information point. Shout Factory has announced that an all-new, completely free streaming channel dubbed Toku Shoutsu will be coming to Pluto TV on Tuesday, March 17th. Available through the Tech Plus 
Geek section of the streaming service on channel 681. The streaming platform will be offering a series such as Kamen Rider, Ultraman, Leo, and various Super Sentai offerings for the first time in the U.S. And it looks like they actually um, released a trailer for it. Apparently, about Pluto TV is a completely free service that the streams programs on a scheduled live TV basis. It also offers some on-demand videos as well. And Toko Shotsu will be available 24-7 as part of it now. This includes the US, US debut of the very first entry in the Common Raider franchise from 1971, which means that all 98 episodes of the series will be legally available for the very first time. So they'll have Common Rider Season 1, Ultraman Leo, Super Sentai, Let's Talk Toku, Backlot, and it says live events and more. Wow. I mean, Kamen Rider, I think I remember seeing that before. They had it here in the U.S. briefly. The English dub, they called it Mask Rider. And, of course, Super Sentai was, you know, the inspiration for Power Rangers. But Ultraman, I remember Ultraman back in the day. I think it had, like, a different name back then. Because I remember they did do Ultraman, but the way they did it was through, like, the digital means. Um, I forgot the name they were going by. But I remember Matthew Lawrence was the protagonist in that series for the American version. Well, that's kind of cool. So you get a little bit of a, like, Japan, like another streaming series. Like I said, there's a lot of streaming series you can get into and a lot of comic books and books you can guys go to, like, I, like manga-wise. Um, I, for manga-wise, I want to say you guys are going to read, going for reading, I do suggest, like, um, like I said, besides a One Piece, um, if you're in fans of Full Metal Alchemist, so I do suggest the manga. I, the manga ran for like 27 volumes. Um, there's something like, I know it's spanned like two anime series. Um, the best anime series to go along with the manga will be Brotherhood, because Brotherhood kind of takes more from the manga itself versus the first series. But uh, another manga I do suggest is called Nisekoi, which is on False Love. And basically, it's about um, two um, students. Um, you know, the the male um, Raikou, his dad's uh, a Yakuza boss. Um, another girl named Chitoge. Um, she's half American, half Japanese, and her dad is pretty much the head of the Beehive Mafia. And the problem is they end up meeting at school and things don't go out the way they planned. They got to a rough start to the point that their their dads on both the both bosses on either side are forcing them to pretend to be a couple so that way the young guns of both factions don't go into war. And towards Japan apart. So now they're going to pretend to be this couple. And of course, um, Raikou has this pendant where apparently he made a promise to a girl 10 years ago that if they ever see each other again, they would get married. And it's a really good um, manga to get into. It's like a slice of life romantic comedy. I remember they did like an anime version of it, but they didn't go for more of the story. I, comp- I finished reading that whole series. I enjoyed it. But because cool, what cool about it was it actually followed the characters from the very first day of high school all the way to their graduation. So it's all three years of Japanese high school. They go through it. It's like they got different stories in between, you know, all the friends they make and, you know, interact with. And, you know, I don't want to give it away, but something that if you're really into, like, romantic comedy stuff, I do recommend, you know, that series as well. It's like a slice of life school setting. Um, another um, manga I do suggest is um, My Hero Academia. I, I keep pushing it a lot um, because it's one of the top, you know, superhero ones. Oh, the anime is great. I just finished watching um, the the most recent episode because it's going through the school festival arc right now. And Deku was basically fighting um, Gentle Criminal right now, La Brava, because Gentle Criminal was like, um, you know, he also has a YouTube channel, so he's trying to go against society. And his thing was to go break into UA High School, and they had the the festival. And you know, Deku's afraid if you know the festival gets canceled, uh, the girl they end up 
helping out. They broke from the the, the mafia at that time, the Hisekai. Um, she won't be able to experience you know, school life and, you know, she's trying to simulate back to society, so he doesn't want that school fest to get canceled. So that favorite, I read that arc and it, it was a cool episode this week and I can't wait because this coming Saturday will be the episode where actually you get to see their performance. So that's what I recommend for you guys. Um, Beagle, do you have anything that you suggest for them to read while they're sitting through this uh, quarantine? Um, yeah, they. Yeah, it's weird how they even said that. Um, yeah, they can read the manga. Now they just reported, at least with breaking news with Trump, he said that uh, the CDC is not recommending that you should just avoid places with 10 or more people now. 10 or more people? First it was 50, they just lowered yeah, the number. we're projecting to be just like Italy, so they, now they're just cutting it down. So just try not to, just don't see people, people. Just don't be around people. It's an introvert's best dream. Uh, <laughs> not, yeah, it's just, he just announced it. Like, I guess it gave a small little press conference, because everyone's still looking at that book. But it's like, it's kind of hard for people that work, that they have to deal with people, though. Well, it says... Based on those rejections, we could be Italy, but I'm pretty sure we're going to be Italy. Um, and it says it's urging the nationwide health gatherings more than 50 people, and then they're reduced to 10. Uh, there's 3,500 coronavirus cases reported in the United States. Though experts are the true number to be. So the number is higher. The, the expert number is higher. They're just, but there's. They want to officially report that there's 3,500 cases, but mm-hmm. the, what they that they want to tell us, not necessarily what we should actually know the facts. So what they want to tell us is because they don't want to have a midst, they don't want to cause panic, even though that's what they do by doing this sort of thing. So it just defeats the whole purpose. But not saying 10 people or, or more, it's, that's like everywhere you go, everywhere you go, it's like the average, like. I've been to gas stations that have had people with like 10 more people. It's kind of hard. And it's funny how when Amazon hiring these people, it's like, these workers are going to be yeah. near each other. How is that going to be possible? Yeah. that's. It's like, it's, it's. I don't know. And now they want. Sorry, capitalism fucking fucks everything up here. <laughs> and look at this. Um, this is something that I just saw right now. CBR just puts this here. UK wrestlers slam COVID-19 panic buying with. Kobe panic buying with toilet roll on a pole match. From This is from CBR. Since there were coronavirus, COVID-19 prompting many across the world to begin hoarding. It appears even wrestlers are fighting for toilet paper. Britannia Wrestling Promotions held the first ever toilet paper roll on a pole match on March 14th in Preston. The bizarre tag team featured the Scallywags taking on the front line of House Draper. And with the Scallywags, Alpha Kid climbed on the shoulders of his teammate, Joey Marcus, and retrieved the coveted commodity. The match serves a moment of laughter for the wrestling community as more and more sporting events are being canceled due to the coronavirus. Additionally, toilet paper has been flying off the shelves, making it difficult for many people to find any in their local stores. While not as common as the ladder match on a pole matches have been used to settle or extend wrestling fuse and give fans a different match time to fresh things up. In this case, it serves as a reprieve from the global crisis. While it mocks people's purchasing habits in the pandemic, the toilet paper and the pole match may be the type of joy professional wrestling fans are craving. So that's one thing of making a light of the situation. But yeah, it's like that's like the biggest thing is toilet paper. And like I said, and I, I experienced it today. You know, like I said, well, my mom to the store and pretty much, you know, somebody got called out because, you know, there was a limited toilet paper and somebody had like four or five packages and one of the paper went to the manager and called it out on it. Say, hey, what's going on? Yeah, that person I'm going to do anything about it. Yeah, 
It's like that's a big thing. It's like that's the biggest thing, you know. <coughs> I don't know, man. It's like I can maybe take two a day. There's people out there really take more than one or two shits a day. I don't know, man. We don't know how people eat and stuff. There's people who have decent balance systems, but like I don't think you have much fun with it. I mean, if you live with a bunch of people, that's one thing. But if it's just you and a buddy or so, an apartment, like why the fuck would you have much fun? I. Scatter your purchases, people. Nobody's ever saying that you can't not go to the grocery store. This isn't fucking... This isn't Chernobyl or anything. Like, you can't just... Leave your leave your essential purchases on a needed basis and not something because you've, you're fearing for it. Like, I... I God, it just... It, it hit reading the media because then it's just the same shit. Like, if they're reading this damn ten people, it's like, you might as well just not leave your house anymore. And then who's to say you don't have it if, like, I saw earlier Juice Elba announced that he's got it, too. What? Yeah. So it's like, not so, so what you're using as a way, too, is a, it's like another way to sell yourself, but unfortunately, it's just, yeah. Yeah, like Tom Hanks and Aubrey Wilson. But that Wilson. was considered breaking news. It's like, yeah, he's a beloved actor. Yeah, I think a professional well, soccer player player. over the weekend from the Liga of España also like, tested positive. He went on Twitter, so it's like. Should I be sad or something? Like, there's more people getting infected. Like, if that's... I think it shows, like, hey, you know, even... It's like, and I'm saying that... It means anyone can get it. It's like showing that, hey, anyone can get it, basically. Of course anyone can get it. But it's like, they're making it seem like they're more superhuman. And it's like, oh, Superman has coronavirus. No, you still get it. Just because you were in a movie doesn't mean you're prone to it. Like, if I did Mission Impossible, it means I'm immune to the coronavirus. That's Tom Cruise. But, like... It's fucking weird. I like after I saw him, I honestly thought it was fake. Like that was a fake news thing. Like, oh, somebody's being funny. That he's not gonna be another James Bond. And then they go. He actually posted a video. Oh really? Yeah, saying that he has it. So like, now I don't mind him saying it, and if he has it, get well soon, Adrian. But at the same time, it's like, are we now we using this as another way to get some sort of clout, some social media points? Some branding for your website. Is this like another way to use it? Like I don't. I don't know what your intentions are by doing it. If you have it. You have it. I can understand that. It's just. I just. I find it distasteful. When people use. A sickness as another way. To project their notoriety. Especially in this time. Like fame is not something to be. Like this is like the least of everyone's concern. Like I. I, At the office too. People were just like. Oh my god. I'm so sad for Tom Hanks. Having coronavirus. Like, do you think Tom Hanks is sad if you had coronavirus? Probably fucking not. The only thing he's thinking about is his health and his wife's health right now. And maybe his son's thinking of the same thing. At he's probably, yeah, because he's probably serving like, his family as well. you honestly think that Tom Hanks is going to care about your ass as much as you care about him? Like, probably not. This guy did Splash, alright? Like, not the greatest movie, but hey. I'm not saying don't give him a fuck about Tom Hanks, but... Don't give that much of a fuck about Tom Hanks, guys. Like, he's one out of 3,500 cases here, 6,000 almost in the world, of something that we have no idea how fast it's going. We're just waiting by just as you are, so it's just like, fuck. Alright, let's take the segment of Beagle segment. Let's hear Tales from Reddit. Well, well besides the entry style, I think that no, I saw the I saw the memes for the the Simpsons thing. Uh, <laughs> there's a couple that are just like it's. 
I could see where the the racial shit would post like come up. Uh, because I think the racial shit was starting ever since they announced where the where the virus is stemming from. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I see it. It's I see it a lot on Reddit too. With God, if you go under controversial, you can you know if you can set your settings on what it loads first. Mm-hmm. If you just go on controversial, there's like a I, I saw like a thing, I think two nights ago, that the Donald turned into a whole dumpster fire of racial shit saying talking about basically about the coronavirus and have to go outside or don't go eating at certain places because you already know that shit's contaminated with them thing where they get the shit it's like just a dumpster fire um so it's it's hard to find anything that didn't resemble that anyways i was trying to find shit like that let alone funny memes but i haven't had anything too crazy uh other than that was like the only one of the only things i saw Mm -hmm. Uh, was Idris Elba getting it? And people being worried. Uh, just like. Uh, okay, here's another one too. Like you say, Idris uh, Elba. Look at this, another one right now, and it just got posted like around this time, Eastern time. Christopher Hives, you um, known for his roles on Game of Thrones and The Witcher, has tested positive for the COVID nineteen. Coronavirus, making him the latest noble name to come down with the virus, which had paralyzed much of the industrialized world. Um, Hiju, who played Tobin Giants Bane, the long-running hero um, HBO series, has just joined The Witcher recently. Weeks before the production was shut down due to concerns over the spread of virus, nearly all TV and film productions had ground to a halt over the last couple of weeks, leaving the entertainment world in chaos as theaters closed down and box office numbers plummeted. Hiju announced his diagnosis on social media. The revelation follows some announcements by Top AC Drisselba. And look at this. He just posted a video on uh, on Instagram right now, like a picture. And it says here, um, this article was uh, written by Russ uh, Game from uh, gamblebook.com slash in real life. Um, let me read this. This is um, his Instagram story, which I think people should pay attention to. Um, he pretty much says, greetings from Norway, because he's from Nor- he's from Norway. Um, the same that I, I today have tested positive for the COVID-19 coronavirus. My family and I are self-isolating at home for as long as it takes. We are in good health. I only have mild systems of a cold. There are people at higher risk for whose this virus might be a devastating diagnosis. So I urge all of you to be extremely careful. Wash your hands. Keep one or five meters distance from others. Go in quarantine. Just do everything you can to stop the virus from spreading. Together we can fight this virus and avert a crisis at our hospitals. Please take care of each other. Keep your distance. Stay healthy. Please visit your country's Center for Disease Control's website and follow the regulations for staying safe and protecting not just yourselves, but our entire community, and especially those at risk like the elderly and people with pre-existing conditions. Ha- um, and then he t- um, hashtag fight corona, hashtag solidarity, hashtag jcare. So, yeah, so that's something he just, like I said, he posted Recently, uh, recently, so he, he's got a minus. Yeah, so a lot, like, like I said, one of the things with the coronavirus is it could feel like it's a cold, but it's probably it's in that same family as SARS, and it's like an extreme version of the cold, basically. But look, at, he said right now it's mostly a mild thing, but he's, you know, he's taking precaution as well. But like he said, he does bring a point, you know, take care of yourself, you know, wash your hands, you know, be clean, you know, if you're not feeling well, isolate yourself or quarantine yourself from others, you know. So they don't get infected. But yeah, I hear it right now. Just like I said, Regal Cinema closes off the U.S. theaters indefinitely. So right now, that's something I just just uh, announced right now as well. 
Jesus. That's not there. Look, I have it. It just doesn't make any sense to me. What'd you find, Biko? What? Uh, just more... More coronavirus stuff, eh? Yeah, it says, wait, what? There are more. They're saving our lives. Demands grow for grocery store employees. Other frontline workers have received hazard pay among coronavirus outbreaks. So, what I do like to see is a lot of these grocers that are using their money and putting it to good use towards the people that help run their businesses every day. Um, it just It's just more signs to show you that we need a lot of change in this country. Um, that, unfortunately, will probably, if this doesn't wake there's those money hoarding bastards up now, I don't know what will. Mm -hmm. uh, because I think if people are going to, like if we see, to, as funny as it is to laugh at the toilet paper shortage, if we see people freaking out over a disease, and there's people getting in arguments and, and fights over toilet paper. We're talking about people. Like I said, I just saw like an argument like, today. What's, what's uh, as, as, as I tie this into what I found on Reddit, there's another, uh, there's a new Final Destination coming out that they're working on. Really? Final Destination movie, which if you aren't, if you aren't aware, those were big in the, in the, in the 2000s as far as horror. It kind of drew, drew the, the genre up a little bit as far as like Saw and, and those and like the rain being uh, big in the early 2000s. But Final Destination was cool because it made it seem more realistic because all the scenarios generally could have happened mm -hmm. if you think about it. Uh, but this one pertaining to this shit, it's like there's a new film being announced that's going to be planning to dive into the world of first responders and then it's going to go from EMTs and then firemen into police. What? It's interesting. I'm like, all right, so they're making, they're they're taking what you know, all the Chicago PD and shit. So instead of making a drop movie, they're just gonna make it where like what these workers probably see often, maybe not all the time, but often depending where they're working. But considering that that's like what we're seeing here, that people are kind of finding themselves in stressful situations such as this, it's like holy shit. If we're gonna see people freak out over toilet paper, we're going to see people freak out over not having canned of soup and shit. Like, you said it yourself, going through those grocery aisles, like, there's nothing there. People fucking will do anything when it comes to food, man. So, I think that's, I think the, the human reaction to this is more scary than the virus itself, because people are, could be crazy when it comes to this, especially their family. Everyone's pretty selfish when it comes to their family. Um, but I saw that, and then they saw Apple was getting fined again, at a record $1.23 billion in France for their price, their price fixing uh, scam they had there when it came to a, a, uh, how they would sell like upgraded phones for the new versions. Mm -hmm. So they would price fix the, like, you know, Apple usually does two versions of their phones, and then extended mm -hmm. Macs with all the shifts and giggles, and then you have the S, and then another letter now but they were doing that for fixing prices on one or the other and they, there wasn't any clear distinction of why charging this over another price so they were fixing it so not only the UK won their case against it in the settlement for that now France is going after them and Apple's a pretty profitable company so we I don't think they're going to get a hit from this but holy shit I like how the UK and them are going after Apple but we haven't done anything about it because in their pockets but 
Uh, and then The Witcher got halted too. Deb- yeah, that's what they said right now. That the production will shut down. It's like I said, Netflix pretty much sent an executive order to all productions to shut down. Disney says, well, and like shows like you know, like I said, like uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon got pulled. Like production they were filmed like in Prague, I think, and they had to get pulled back. And we'll see. I mean, it was planned. To, um, so hopefully, they're able to get as much as they can um, because it was like I think Winter Soldier and Falcon was was called this summer, I believe, or this fall or summer this year. To Disney Plus, but they now said all productions as well are shut down. And then, you know, which Disney Plus? Like tonight, you know, and I just read too that um, wrestling legend um, Jushin Thunder Liger is going to be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. It was announced this morning that Jushin Thunder Liger, if you remember him, um, remember him from New Japan Pro Wrestling, he's been a legend. He just retired recently earlier this year. Um, he did his last two shows in Japan. Um, he was announced today that, you know, he never worked for um, Vince McMahon, but he made appearances. He made appearances for them. Like, he did appearances in WCW um, and WWE. I think the most recent he did for, for WWE was um, NXT when he took on Tyler Breeze. Um, he did some runs in WCW um, where he fought. Basically, he fought the Cruiserweight division. Uh, he personally had matches with Bill Bryan Pillman, Rey Mysterio, Dean Malenko, Chris Benoit. Oops, I said his name. Um, but, uh, of course, he, he um, in his article that's written by um, Cage Side Seats, um, pretty much um, it says here, this article was written by Sean Ruder. Um, it says here, after a month's-long retirement, culminating at January's Wrestle Kingdom and New Year's Dash, Jushin Thunder Liger's receiving another accolade. At rumor, he's joined the 2020 Hall of Fame class, WWE Hall of Fame class, along with Batista, the NWO, the Bella Twins, JBL, and British Bulldog, Davey Boy Smith. One of the most influential wrestlers in history, Jushin Thunder Liger pioneered and perfected the light heavyweight slash super junior slash cruiserweight style. If you've seen a show he appeared on in his almost four decades of performing, it was a possible miss because both of how good he was at it and because he did so wearing a superhero costume. After working on his real name, Kenshi Yamada, for a few years, he debuted as the anime tie-in Liger character for New Japan in 1989. He worked the majority of his career for the company, winning every prize a Super Junior could. Multiple times, that includes a record of 11 IWGP Junior Heavyweight title reigns, including one for a total of 682 days. Liger frequently worked abroad, most famously for a 90s run with WCW, which included an epic feud with Brian Pillman, and opportunities to work with other light heavyweight greats like Ray Mysterio, Dean Malenko, Chris Benoit. In addition to RCW, he wrestled for Japan, partner CML, Ring of Honor, and TNA over the course of his late career. In the 21st century, Lager also took dates for providing North American and European independent promotions. His WWE experience is limited to a crossover show with Ibuchi Japan and All Japan Pro Wrestling at the Tokyo Dome in 1990, and a match with Tyler Breeze at his first takeover. NXT TakeOver Brooklyn Show. Regardless, Liger is a no-brainer for any wrestling hall of fame. How and when he'll receive this latest hour depends on what the wrestling main 36 activities will go for his plan given the coronavirus pandemic. As I said, Raw tonight will be taking place in the Performance Center. Of course, no fans. So, they'll be in the Performance Center in Orlando. Austin's going to be there for 316 Day. And it's cool, but WWE.com decided to release a video um, uh, for Happy 316 Day. Uh, the best Thunder reactions... Um, I'm going to play the video right now, but of course, you know, copyrights, you know, we can't have any sound, but I'm going to show this to Biko so he can take a look at the reactions from the stunner. So the, the top 10. So right now it's, um, I can disguise awesome with the new day. 
and you see uh, Xavier Woods dancing with Austin. He's trying to get Austin to dance. And this is from like WrestleMania 32, I believe, in Willows in Dallas. As you can see, Austin, I like that shirt he has. Dallas for 16. He's got the smoking skull in the back with the Texas logo flags. Gives, look at the reaction from Woods. Oh, <laughs> just straight up jump. And of course, Austin said in the past that like the best person he loved when I sells the Sunder was The Rock. But look at this one. This is from Rock and Austin. Like basically, Austin's last match with WWE. And like this is from WrestleMania 19. And see The Rock wearing Austin's vest. And he's going to try to give him a stunner. But look at this. this is uh, The Rock giving Austin a stunner and Austin selling the stunner. <laughs> of course, that's reactions um, number eight. Oh, yeah, because now, um, if you guys don't remember, uh, Kevin Owens um, got permission from Steve Austin to use the stunner. So now he he has the stunner to his force. Hey, but I like how he does it because he does the setup like Austin. See, he does the whole the kick and, you know... And of course, your points must drop to his knees. It depends how it's sold. And here's one to Austin with Santino Morella when Austin was promoting The Condemned, which I do like that film. Good film. <laughs> but Steve Austin, The Condemned. Definitely check that out if you guys can get it on digital. But like going back to Steve Austin, like, yeah, Austin actually got, he credits that stunner to Michael PSAs. But at first, Austin did the stunner, he never did the whole kick thing. The kick thing he had himself, but the whole. Grab your opponent and just dropping was well, Michael PSA's, but he said the kick up was a good like setup for it. And here you see um Ember Moon does the whole eclipse she calls it, but it's like a a flip into the stunner. So that's actually kinda cool. So definitely check out this video. It's basically, you know, the best stunners and best reactions from different wrestlers. But of course, you know, three sixteen day. Definitely if you guys want some entertainment tonight, sports entertainment. Definitely check out Raw tonight. It's going to be on USA at 7 o'clock. Again, it's going to be from the Performance Center. But I'm going to watch it because, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know. He's always going to be a wrestler. Even though he's retired, I listen to him. You can check out his podcast. I love his podcast. He interviews different wrestlers. He works with comedians. He even works with, like, he talks to MMA fighters as well. And just does, like, you know, sit down and interviews with them, like, because that's what he's been doing now. And he does, like... David Duspack appears for WWE. That's kind of cool. They're bringing him. I look at Shane McMahon's <laughs> getting stunned. So definitely check that out. Um, so we're going to wrap up this episode, guys. Um, like I said, enjoy the rest of your week. This is some podcasts. Catch up on shows. Make sure wash your hands. Stay informed. Stay informed. Please stay informed. Be hey. clean. Uh, stay safe. Watch your neighbors. Make sure people are okay. Uh, make sure everyone's got the stuff that they need, even if they're not your family. Uh, even if it's your neighbor, be kind. Show some hygienic restraint. Uh, keep entertained if you can. Read some books. Create some art. Listen to some podcasts. Start a podcast. Uh, watch a bunch of movies. Do anything you can to keep sane in an insane environment. Uh, and be healthy. Think of the elders in your family. Make sure they're doing okay. Uh, appreciate your family, which you should be doing every day. And um, if you want to watch Stone Cold shit for the day, considering it's going to the network, today, watching WWE, whatever WWE Network, and check out his old matches and stuff. Go on and... YouTube, watch his old old shit from when he was big. Uh, listen to his podcast. Uh, read about all about the guy. He's an interesting. Character. It's three sixteen guy, you guys. Come on. He's probably nice. I don't know. He probably has pets. I don't. I don't know Steve Austin personally. He probably, probably got a hell of a wine collection. I can only imagine. Uh, <laughs> but he seems like an all right guy from Texas. Uh, 
Texas is a pretty cool state if you give it a chance. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Be safe out there. It's crazy. Don't cough on anyone. God, have some fucking manners. People. Okay. All right, so we'll see you guys next week. Don't forget, you can check out the backlog of episodes on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcast. Don't forget to check out our webpage on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash pop. Check out our merchandise store on the ad, which is teespring.com slash store slash pop. You check out t-shirts, tank tops, coffee mugs. You name it, we have it. So we'll see you guys next week. Like I said, stay healthy, stay clean. As always, geek on and take care.